Let us pray together. Almighty God, we are so grateful for your holy word, for the privilege of studying it together. And now as I stand before these, your people, this is your church. So I pray that this will be your message and not my own. Through the name of Jesus, who is the Christ, our Savior and our Lord, now and forever. Amen. I love the season of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I think, sometimes gets slid aside. We go from Halloween straight to Christmas, but there is something special about Thanksgiving. And I think Thanksgiving is more than just a day. It should be a season. Actually, it should be an attitude, I think. Or actually, Thanksgiving should become part of our essence. Giving thanks to God, we are so blessed and and God has blessed us in many ways with family, with friends, food, clothing, shelter, so many things in our lives. The freedom of this country as we shared with Veterans Day, we are indeed blessed. And one of the things that I am grateful for as I go through this season of Thanksgiving and reflect on the blessings that I have received and the things that are important to me, one of the things that I am most grateful to God for is you. I am grateful for the privilege of being the church together, for being brothers and sisters in Christ together, for serving in ministry and mission in the name of And on behalf of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, together. I'm grateful for the church, reminding us that that the church is not this beautiful sanctuary, not the beautiful campuses that we have, but the church is the people. And that means you. And I am grateful to God for you. And for the privilege of serving together to be the church that God has called us to be. As as Jesus says in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, as he is ascending into heaven, to be able to go forth and make disciples of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I had the privilege this week of being part of a veterans celebration, joining together with several of the veterans from the Union County area, as well as the Union County Sheriff's Department and others. It was a privilege to join together and give thanks to God for the freedoms that we have and to celebrate those who had served from a variety of generations in different ways. The keynote speaker at the ceremony was Staff Sergeant David Bellavia. He received the Congressional Medal of Honor because of his heroic actions serving in the United States Army as part of the Infantry Division of the Army. The lives that he saved and the things that he did were absolutely incredible. And as he was speaking, one of the things that he shared just really hit me. He said when people come up to him and says, thank you for your service, He loves to look them in the eye and say, you are worth it. He then encouraged the other veterans. When someone comes up to you and says, thank you for your service, to look them in the eye and say, you are worth it. And it hit me like a ton of bricks that 
That's what God actually said to us as well. When we join together and praise our God, our God so loves us, the scripture says. John 3.16 uses that beautiful little word so that God so loves us that he gave his only begotten son for us so that if we would believe in him, we would never perish but have everlasting life. In other words, God looked at you directly in the eye and through his son Jesus Christ said to you and to me, you are worth it. What an incredible thing to be able to reflect on and how do we respond then to a God who has shared with us that, that He deems us worth it? That, that He would sacrifice His own life, lay His life on the line for us because He believed and loved to the point that we're worth it. And our worship then is a response. When we join together today to, to worship our God, we are saying back to God, you are worth it. Actually, the word worship means worth-ship. It means you are worthy. You are worthy of praise and glory and honor. You, our God, are worth it. You're worth me getting up on a Sunday morning to come into your house to worship you because you're worth it. You're an incredible, amazing God. Or if you're not able to join together in person, to join us online as we're doing now as the family of God to get up and join together with family, friends, or find that quiet place because our God is worth our taking time to worship, to praise this God from whom all blessings flow. It's why we do what we do as a church. It's what serving in ministry and missions is all about. To be a, a part of a discipleship ministry to teach children. Can you imagine anything more important to teach a child that God looks at them in the eye and says to each one of them, you are worth it. You are worth it. And teach that child then to respond by praising God going, you are worth it. This past Sunday at our 11 o'clock worship service, I had the privilege of baptizing a child. I love children. Anyone in this congregation knows that I love children. I love the privilege of doing a baptism. I love taking a child into my arms, placing water on their head, and sharing with them that that they are holy, they are important, they are blessed by a God who so loves them. And that God's grace is already at work in their lives. Well, as I was taking this child in, in my arms to baptize them, mom and dad were holding the older brother. The older brother was paying attention to what was going on. And I'm not sure everyone in the congregation saw the beautiful sacred thing that happened as I baptized this this child, his little sister, the baby. And he paid attention to what was going on. And then while the parents were holding him, as the congregation was singing, Jesus loves me, to this little girl that had just been baptized, he reaches over into the water that was being held by the associate pastor, dipped his hand in the water, 
and gently caressed his mother and his father. He baptized mom and dad. Now, he didn't fully understand, I'm sure, everything that was happening. But somehow, by being a part of the worshiping community, he knew that was a sacred event. Someday, he will understand. It was God's way of saying to his little sister, as God said to him earlier, you're worth it. I love you so much. And my prayer is then that they will both then be led to, to give thanks to God and to worship God and that, that their discipleship and faith will be such a vital part of their lives because they will recognize we have a God who is worth it. What a privilege to be able to teach our youth and discipleship. One of my, one of my goals for our church here at Weddington is, is that we be a discipleship academy. My, my goal is not that we just have this exciting worship, which I think is, is so vital that we do, but that we also are a discipleship academy where we're growing deep in our faith and helping people understand how much this God loves us. To sit down with the youth, to be able to provide youth ministers who can have that coffee at a coffee shop or sit down somewhere just to have a conversation as they're beginning to incorporate this faith that once was the faith of the parents, but now is becoming theirs. To understand God said you're worth it. And to want to be in a relationship with that God. I love the way we have a ministry here in our church with exceptional children and exceptional youth, exceptional young adults, as we even have a program in partnership with our academy of transitioning them to adulthood. And one of the things that I just think is so valuable is to see these precious people and for them to know that God said you're worth it and that our church is saying you are worth it that our church is saying to our children to our youth to our adults to our senior adults to all the levels you're worth it God believes you're worth it and Weddington Church believes that you are worth it and to lead our congregation to respond with praise to God and worship worship of God, that God is worthy of our praise, our honor, our glory, our lives, our commitment, our discipleship. I love the care ministries we have in this church, ministries with shut-ins and those who help to form the church and lead the church throughout the years, but now may be in their homes for health reasons and other things that may be going on in their lives. Some have actually moved away to be with family, but yet are still a vital part of our church and are worshiping with you right now. I love the fact that, that this church says to them, in the name of and on behalf of Jesus Christ, you're worth it. You. You're worth it. Because God believes you're worth it. And if God so loves you that he would give his son for you, what a privilege for the church to love you as well. Because you're worth it. Whatever people are going through, it is a sacred privilege to be in ministry and mission together with the people that God has said is worth it. And for the church then to go, and we agree, 
We believe you're worth it, whether it's in grieving ministries, whether it's divorce care or counseling or people who are struggling. Care ministries are so vital because when people are struggling in their lives, it's important to hear that God says and the church agrees. You are so valued, you're worth it. Last Sunday, we had All Saints Sunday. We shared so many pictures. And since last Sunday, we have met with two different families in our congregation to plan celebration of life and faith services for their loved ones who've died just in the past few days. It is such a sacred privilege for me to be able to sit down with a family, to hear the stories of their loved ones, to plan a sacred service. I had the privilege to join together with family around the bed of their loved one and, and we talked to her, shared how much indeed you are so loved, we love you, you are so special, you are so important in our lives and we're grateful to God for you. And we then prayed together, being allowed to be around that bed is a sacred time. I share with clergy all the time that we are invited into some of the family's most intimate moments of their lives where most outsiders are not invited in. But for some reason, the clergy, which is simply a representation of God and God's church, are gathered and invited in. You were invited in. And I'm grateful to God that you provided that ministry where people were able to have that sacred, special moment and hear God and the church. The church, in the name of and on behalf of Jesus Christ, being able to whisper in their ear as they were being received into the loving arms of God, you're worth it. You have a God who so loves you and you're worth it. Our mission opportunities are the same way. The whole reason we go out and serve in ministry and mission is not simply that we're really good people and we want to help others, although that's so true, but it's deeper. We go in the name of and on behalf of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because there are people in our world today that are hurting. There are people that are struggling there are people who are barely getting by, trying to survive. There, there are people who are looking for just some morsel of food to know they're going to have something to eat today or that their loved ones are going to be able to eat. There are homeless who believe that the world has somehow forgotten them and that they have become invisible. And the good news that we have as the church is we get the opportunity to go to them in the name of and on behalf of Christ and go, you're not invisible. Actually, you're worth it. God loved you enough to die for you because you're worth it to Him. And as the church, the body of Christ, you're worth it to us. So we're here to help you. We're here to love you. And we're here to make sure that you know you're worth it by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Whatever we do. So our scripture today comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. 
Paul has been so involved with the church at Corinth. It was a major city, a metropolitan area, a blessed people, and Paul had helped establish the church there, and he loved the church, and he continued to teach the church, but, but there was something going on in, in the Jerusalem area. There was a famine, and the poor were really struggling, and people were barely getting by, barely surviving, and Paul invited the church to make a difference. 2 Corinthians 9, beginning at verse 10, Paul writes, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way for your great generosity, which will produce thanksgiving to God through us. For the rendering of this ministry not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also overflows with many thanksgivings to God. Through the testing of this ministry, you glorify God by your obedience to the confession of the gospel of Christ and by the generosity of your sharing with them and with all others while they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God that he has given you. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. Paul shares to them, I just want to thank God for this indescribable gift of grace and generosity because through your generosity, you are doing ministry in the name of and on behalf of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You are sharing, in other words, that people are worth it. That God loves them, and because God loves them, we love them. And we want to share this good news. He said, you glorify God by your obedience. And not only are you helping those who need help, but you are giving thanksgiving to God. You're being obedient to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ through the generosity of your sharing. So this Thanksgiving season, I want to say that I am thankful to God for you. And I am grateful because God thinks you're worth it. And we believe, I believe, you're worth it. And thank God, by God's grace, God believes I somehow am worth it. And what a privilege to be able to join together and worship this God and to bless others in the name of and on behalf of Christ, to share with a world that God so loves. Eugene Peterson paraphrases the scripture in what is referred to as the message. And in 2 Corinthians 9, this is the way Eugene Peterson paraphrases that scripture from Paul. He said, the most generous God, the most generous God who gives seed to the farmer that becomes bread for your mills is more than extravagant with you. He gives you something that you can then give away. 
which grows into full-formed lives, robust in God, wealthy in every way, so that you can be generous in every way, producing with us great praise to God. Meanwhile, skipping down, moved by the extravagance of God in your lives, they'll respond by praying for you and passionate intercession for whatever you need. Thank God for this gift, His gift. No language can praise it enough. Generosity. I give thanks to God for your generosity. I'm amazed at the ministries and the missions of this church. And they're made possible by your faithfulness and your generosity that you believe God is worth it. And when you're generous, you're sharing with children in children's ministry, youth and youth ministries, adults and adult ministries, you're worth it. When you're generous, you're sharing with those who are hurting, needing pastoral care and love, you're worth it. When you provide pastors to be around the bedside of a family's loved ones as they're being received into the arms of God, or with someone who is afraid before a surgery or with a diagnosis that they're overwhelmed by, when you are generous and provide people to be with them in the room holding their hands, you're saying, in the name of and on behalf of Jesus Christ, you're worth it. And I give thanks to God for this. When you're involved in mission work, whether it's global, domestic, or local, domestic, or global, you're sharing with people. God loves you. And God believes you're worth it. And Weddington Church believes you're worth it. And as a part of Weddington Church, I believe you're worth it. And I want to make a difference in your life. And you have been. You've been doing some amazing ministries and missions. I love Proverbs eleven twenty five 25 that says, a generous person will be enriched and one who gives water will get water. And Proverbs nineteen seventeen says, whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord and will be repaid in full. As I go through this Thanksgiving season, it's a season, not just a day. One of the things that I give thanks to God for is you, the church, and for the privilege of being in ministry and mission together. I give thanks to God for you, for your generosity that provides ministries and missions here and across our world to a people that need to hear the message by the grace of God you're worth it you're worth it when we share God's blessings generously when we serve others in the name of and on behalf of Jesus Christ we're saying that we believe what God believes that you're worth it that they are worth it. And even more importantly, that God is worth it. 
I give thanks to God for you. Amen.